welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Today, we have with us Richard and Sean Payne, brothers who have grown up here in Lake Geneva. While they aren't official historians, they have a wealth of firsthand knowledge about the transformation of Lake Geneva over the past few decades. We won't say how many decades, but welcome, Richard and Sean. Thanks for being here. And can you just, why don't we start with Sean? Just, um, you know, did you grow up here? How many years have you been here? Just a little background about you and Lake Geneva. I'm the youngest of seven. And uh, we all grew up here, went to St. Francis, went to Badger. Um, but uh, the first Payne that was here was Christopher Payne, and that was 1836. He was the first settler. Actually, about a block south of us is where he built his first mill, where the Mill Creek Hotel is now, today. So. Wow, that's so, I just sold a house that was one of the whole oldest houses in Lake Geneva, built in 1845. So to hear this day, like that's, that's early. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, there was, um, John Brink was here as well, but they were, Christopher Payne wasn't the nicest person in the world. I mean, uh, they had a few arguments back and forth, but uh, he ended up being the first one to build a cabin and the mill. Like I said, right down the block from where we're recording this. Yeah, which is right in downtown Lake Geneva at the Melgus office. But. Yes. So that so how Sorry. was he related to you? What how how many greats does that go back? I figure five to six generations. Okay. It's hard to hard to uh, bring it back to the great uncle. Oh, know, okay. Grandfather would be. You guys need to do a family tree. Have you like you need to do one? You know, design one and write it. That would be yeah, so be neat cool. to, to look at. So, and then so Richard, you guys have been here. Like, has the family been here ever since the first pain? Uh, they've been in and out. Our grandfather that we knew lived here for a while, then he moved to Dubuque, Iowa, and was head of the gas company, Dubuque, Iowa. But our grandmother, Jenny Payne, was part of the Lazzaroni family on the corner where the bone now used to be, where the fudge shop is now. And that she was our grandmother, and we had a great uncle, George Lazzaroni, and a great aunt, Elma. And they were kind of the... Uh, Better backbone of for us as kids because they were Italians, of course, Italian family, and we had a big family. I mean, so we'd stop downtown and eat it, and they always cooked. They were cooking, they'd cook for five or 25 people. So at 4 30, he went to the Hotel Claire, the Bone Alley, Hotel Claire, really just, uh, third floor up in that building, and they had a great little uh, apartment and dining room. So, like I said, it'd either be five or 25 people having Italian dinner. So it was pretty unique to have a grandmother and a great aunt and a great uncle. My uncle George was the first one that put the bowling alleys in the corner down in the basement. They had 12 lanes at one time, so. Which is where Killens is today. Okay, right. And everybody knows that. that and I always knew it as Annie's, so I still well, call it, it Annie's. It was called the Hotel Claire, and then the <laughs> main, lounge, main floor was called the Claire Lounge, which was a uh, kind of, my uncle was pretty uh, far in advance. He brought music and had music behind the bar, a sunken bar, probably 20 stools all the way around. So it was a pretty, pretty unique place for that. It was probably in the 60s, 50s, 60s, so. Do you guys have pictures of? Yes, we do. Uh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. So, yeah. So. We need to share those. <laughs> you need to share those. <laughs> sure. I would love to see them, so. And then you have a history, too, with Mars. We do, yeah. Right? So 
you were talking about the pictures and if anyone's ever been to Mars, they see the beautiful pictures of, uh, I think there's six left now. Five. Six left. They six. gave one, uh, the people from Mars actually donated one to the museum. museum. But uh, Mr. Hackett, uh, Alice and Vern Hackett were staples in Lake Geneva. They actually made those pictures. Um, and Terry Hackett, who's still alive, helped. They have this big machine that they put the coloring through. It's just unique if you go out there and see those pictures. So my, when Joe, our dad, sold, when they sold the corner, the corner then he had a place called Joe's Other Place, which was would be in the back of um, what would be where the bagel shop was. It's now empty. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to buy that, <laughs> I'm sure you can find someone to sell it to. Yeah, that's a great spot, too. It's been yeah. empty for a while. So uh, he moved all those pictures when he bought Mars with a partner. And um, if you go into Mars now, right before you get to the bar, you'll see some beams. And that's where actually Mars stopped. But then he blew out the walls and made it the way it is today with the bigger windows <clears throat> facing the lake and things like that. He just had a side deck. The uh, owners afterwards have put the larger decks on. Um, but yeah, so we had that. Um, that must have been from 79 to 84. Four five, yeah. yeah. But it was one of the only bars that he designed that if you think of it, you can see the lake from sitting at the bar. We're in Lake Geneva. You couldn't, you know, most places just put your back to the, you were facing the wall and your back was to the lake. So his vision was to be able to see the, see the lake from three sides of a bar. And you go in there and you can. So it's pretty unique. It's, it's a beautiful, yeah, yeah. beautiful place to go. And fun, too. Yes, it is. Live music a lot. And those pictures are from 1942, believe it or not. Oh, that's so yeah, neat. Yeah. Have you both been here? And like Geneva, your whole lives, or did you go and come back? I've gone and come back. I lived in Colorado for a while, I lived in Arizona for a while, and then came back here. Because this is the best place on earth. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and what's funny is, not funny, but the same recipe that my dad brought out tomorrow for the ribs, they still use that today. Oh, really? Yeah, sauce, yeah. Do they name it after him or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is interesting now that we think, somebody always asks me, if Christopher Payne was related to you, why didn't you guys have a bunch of lake property? I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> right. Why didn't he just deed all that? To, yeah. To keep it in the family. Exactly. Who knew, right? How about you? Have you been here all these years? I uh, moved away for about 15 years. I lived in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and Charlotte, North Carolina. I moved back in 1990. Probably the best thing I ever did. Because, I mean, since then, Lake Shane has really improved for the better, I think. The whole area has improved, so. It's pretty unique. I mean, every time I come up here for summertime and have to go back to Atlanta or Charlotte, it would take me two two weeks to adjust, you know, because so many friends were around and I said, someday I got to move back and I did. So it's the happiest thing I did in a long time. And I was going to ask you that. So, you know, how you've seen Lake Geneva change and you say for the better, you know, right. some people are, are, are always saying, oh, you know, we don't want it to lose the small town feel, which I don't think it has, but like what what have you what changes have you seen that you like over the decades? i think everything's good i mean as long as you can, it's not controlled but you only could do so much in this in these generations with the big box stores coming in and all that i mean i was on lakefront board and stuff like that and try to i was gonna we were both ever in our minds thought maybe run for alderman or something like that but it's like you know what i don't you don't need that stress or that pressure you know so just voice your opinion if it's heard it's heard if not it kind of goes on so I watch those meetings right. and um, they look stressful. Sure. <laughs> like I said, I was on a board. For, we both were on the YMCA board. It's like 
you can get boarded out. I finally told Sean, I said, Sean, you know, all these boarders, you can't deposit those thank yous in the bank. They don't take them anymore. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How about you, Sean? What have you seen over the years that you either think is a positive or not so positive? No, I think um, a lot of positive, um, you know, between even the one saying is going like that, like I never thought I would see them move out of the current building that they're in. You know, they bought some land and they want to expand because there's more people who want to join the Y. Um, and then as far as like downtown, I don't, you know, different merchants come in and out of the buildings, but you don't see a whole lot of change there. Um, but I do think we're doing a good job like on the Riviera, you know, it's, it, there's changes, but it's, it's positive. I mean, that fountain, and the beautification, what they did down there, I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah, they're always looking to improve it. And, you know, it, it seems tough because you want people and tourists to keep coming um, because it's great for the city, but then people don't like when it's overly crowded. You know, you but can't it, have it all. It's been like that all our lives. I mean, people complain and complain. It's like, it hasn't changed. I mean, it maybe got That's a little true. more crowded, but it hasn't changed. I mean, I remember as a kid in the riots in 1969, I was down where the, where the Geneva Towers is now. And caught down there and scared as hell, but you know, it was that was that was the time. You know, I mean, people were rioting; they were going crazy, kind of like they're doing in the cities now, but a lot worse, of course. But and it wasn't the end of the world, right? No, just a tough no, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, funny story. Just I'll share how I saw you after many years. I've been coming up here since I was born, and my father had a a boat first on a buoy by the Riviera, and then in a slip in the Riviera. And I was at Fontana home a few weeks ago and Richard walks in and we end up talking and realizing that when I was little and my father had the boat out on the buoy, you were working for Gage Marine, right? right. Yeah, I was uh, pumping gas, probably the best job I ever had. And of course, you're fighting me, you were, your dad and your mother, and you, you were probably like, you said you were like six or seven years old. and. It was a busy Saturday and you had to row out and get your boat. And I said, you know, I'm not going to let these people, I can take them out in a whaler. So I took your father and he uncovered the boat and bring the boat in and get you guys. And you, have your, you had your picnic packed and I didn't see you for another six or seven hours. No, we, we would be out there from, you know, right. 10 o'clock in the morning until the sun went down and, and then drive home and drive up Sunday and do it again. <laughs> and a lot of people did that in those days. It was, that was, that was unique. You know, it was really cool. And I'm sure there's still a lot of families that do that for their first year or two. And they really like, to me, people move up here right away and get everything. And the, either you get Lake Geneva or you don't. And a lot of people don't get it, but a lot of people really do get it and love it, you know. People will say, like, what do you do out right. all day long? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. I mean, it's like Geneva. It's yeah. gorgeous. There's so Swim much to do. Have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a neat story. Yeah, and actually, unique, yeah. my brother saw the picture and remembers you really well. And in that first boat of ours, we had got a, a call a few times, you know, if, if the phone would ring at eight in the morning, we're like, oh, no, after a storm, boat's at the bottom of the lake again. <laughs> <laughs> I always kept a good eye out for yeah. <laughs> And then finally we got a, a, a bigger size Chris Craft and got the slip and it was like, you know, the best day of our lives. <laughs> so, but so interesting that after, I mean, that had to be almost 50 years ago. Said, uh, four, I think it was 45 years. 45 years ago. And Neither of us have changed either. Yeah, that's I mean, right. That's right. <laughs> that's the Lake Geneva water, the spring go. fed yeah. water. <laughs> And so, Sean... Was yeah. it on the lagoon? No, it's on a buoy. In front I know, but after that. No, it's always on a buoy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, when you said you got a slip. Oh, I, uh, at the Riviera. Oh, they got a slip. Yeah, okay. right, right. Gas First, we got a slip where you had to back in, which was not easy right. when it's really wavy and windy. Yeah, right. And then we got the one where you pulled sure. around. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just Actually. kept get, getting promoted. So, <laughs> and now, boy, getting a slip these days. I mean, That's it was hard back then, but list. now I think in my association, the wait list is about. 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be dead by the time my name comes up. So it is amazing how that, how that is. And yes. Of course, yeah. nobody wants a buoy anymore. Buoys are too much work. Right, right. And it's fine if it's a nice day and you can sure. swim out, yeah, but right. you know, yeah, those early days in the spring. No, no sure. thank you. So, Sean, you are at um, Clearwater. Clearwater Outdoor. Outdoor. Can you tell us, um, it's, I mean, I know all about it. I shop in there. I've been on the paddle boards. love it. But can you explain all that it has to offer in the summer and now in the off season as well? Sure. Uh, Clearwater Outdoor, we've been down on Main Street for 15 years now. Um, we sell all kinds of gear, obviously outdoor gear, but um, lifestyle clothing, Casual, and then, um, so in the summertime, you've got Patagonia, OR, Mountain Hardware, Prana, shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops, uh, Olakai flip-flops, that kind of thing. And then in the wintertime, you switch over and, you know, then you have your heavy winter gear, hats and gloves, Sorrel boots, insulated pants. Um, great quality Great stuff. quality yeah. um, with good warranties on all the products. The stuff that we pick, you're going to find them at big box stores, but we actually go after more of the ones that we can work with that no hassle return policies that have lifetime warranties. That's what we're after. And then in the summertime, we rent uh, paddle boards and kayaks, and we have four different locations. We have um, we do it at the Baker House Pier in Lake Geneva. We do it at the Ridge, and then we do it in um, Delafield. We have another store in Delafield, about an hour north of here. We do it on Lake Nagawica, and then we're actually right across from the public market in Milwaukee on the river, oh. where we rent kayaks and paddleboards. And it's nice if if people have never been on a paddleboard before, they give you instruction and tell you what to do to keep you safe. Yeah, and it's, give you a float plan and kind of yeah. give you a quick tutorial. And then in the wintertime, we switch over, and we have uh, we sell cross country skis and snowshoes, and then we rent them um, at our Delafield location and our Lake Geneva location, right out of the store. Um, so, uh, there's different places we can advise you guys where to go. Uh, the state park, Bigfoot Beach State Park is a great one. Um, up by our Delafield store, Lapham Peak. Have you been up there? No. Um, there's a big race called the Brooklyn cross country. And a lot of guys train up there because that's the only one they make their own snow, but they also have lighted trails. So you can go at nighttime, oh, especially since in the winter, it's dark at four 30. Right. So when you get off work, you can still go out there and do your exercise. That's so fun. So you rent them like just by the day? By the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 24 hours. And that's, you know, everybody thinks, oh, Lake Geneva is great in the summer, but what do you do all winter? And it's like, winter's just as great. I mean, oh, like, yeah. what are some... To me, if uh, in the wintertime, the lake freezes over, it's probably one of the most fun times of the year. I mean, I remember being uh, probably 10 years ago, we had a party in front of Chuck's. There was probably 200 people on the ice. I think I counted 50 cars and we had a big, huge barbecue. A good friend of mine had a smoker, and we smoked brisket and ribs, and it just was a, like a winter festival of our own, you know. It was, but as all these people come up on the weekends because the ice is uh, frozen over, there's some activities, snowmobiling, ice boating. Of course, is unbelievable if the ice is right. 
it's just so unique on the ice as, as it is on the water during the summertime. So, it is neat to watch yeah, those yeah. ice boats. And when we were little, <laughs> I'm not sure how safe this is. It was a little Chevy Chase-ish. But my dad used to take the car on the lake and tie like those saucers sure, sure. to the bumper and yeah. just whip us around. And, you know, thinking <laughs> back, I'm not sure, but, you know, it was a different time back oh, then. But it was a been, lot of fun. That would have been child abuse now. <laughs> exactly. And people do have to be careful about that. I mean, freezes over but like i i know there was an incident with all the cars parking winter on the fest. lake yeah for winter oh that's another thing right winter fest yeah. i mean there's so many activities here yeah and i don't know if anyone's ever um it, you know COVID has screwed up a lot of things but um the we don't have a lot of parades in Lake Geneva, but the one big one they have is the winter the uh christmas parade the lighted christmas parade because it's at nighttime mm -hmm. and that's really unbelievable to see because they're there's probably 80 to 100 floats. This year it's going to be different. I don't know if you know that they're, they're going to park on Broad Street, up Broad, and then people will be in their cars driving by that. Oh, okay. Very solid. Yeah. But usually, like, I'm with the work with the Horticultural Hall, and that was always a great spot to, we would open up and give away hot cocoa and cookies to anybody who's coming by, but people bring their chairs like an hour before and camp out just to watch this parade. Yeah, it is. It is definitely worth coming up. There's that the Winterfest. There's the ice castles. I mean, even during COVID, you know, they're making some adjustments, but there are things to do up here. Are they going to have that parade this year? That's what I said. They're going to they're going to park them all. Okay. And then you drive by. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So they'll put them like like it's right. Creative. Yeah, right in front of. It'll start almost right by Horticultural Hall there, off of Wisconsin, and they'll be parked in the like parking zones, and then they'll have the the road will still be open. Yeah, so there is a lot. I mean, there's plenty to do up here. I, I know you two did a presentation at the Geneva Lake Museum, right? Yeah, with our sister Bridget. Yeah. Which is okay. And what was that? Just the history of your Same family, family yeah, here? Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not as much back and forth like this, but it was just yeah. We had some, we had some great pictures of the, you know, our, again of our uncles, a great uncle and aunt, and uh, our mother had a place right down the street here too called Jane's Bar with a flat. Flatiron Tap is now, and she raised us seven kids out of that little bar, which was, it was called Jane, and Jane Payne was pretty famous around the area, so. I love that, Jane Payne. <laughs> and we had a, then we have a Jane Payne outing that we had a, we had to cancel this year due to COVID, of course, but. Uh, 22 years. It's been 22 years. Really? Yeah. For the golf outing, huh? And where's that at? Typically, where, where uh, we have it at? We've had it at Evergreen, and then we've had it at uh, Delta. Delta, okay. Delta, yeah. yeah. So. It's a pretty, pretty cool tribute to our mother. So. That's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. next year, hopefully, pick it up again. Yeah, right? sure. yeah. Some of her, some of her friends, they'll they don't play golf with us, but they come out and they'll have dinner. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's really so. nice. And so your parents were here their whole life, or I mean, their whole married life, or their yes. whole like when our, since you guys were born. Our parents got divorced when, uh, when I was thirteen, and Sean was just born, so. And our father moved away. Was it to me? Is that yeah. what I got to <laughs> No, I always say. It's a coincidence. I always say he was a mistake. <laughs> and, a, and a great mistake. He's a wonderful person. So, Aww. Yeah. So our mother stayed around, of course, raised us kids. Yeah. Unfortunately, she died at an early age. Oh. But she was from Hinsdale. Oh, she was. Exactly. Oh, yeah, originally, yeah. Well, it's funny because anytime 
you know, your name comes up in, in any group or any place, both of you, just everybody's like, they're the nicest guys. They're the greatest guys. So everybody knows you, you know, everybody here. And just, it, it's neat to see all Thank the you. knowledge you have. You guys Thank should write you. a book. That's <laughs> what we can publish. So right. Okay. We're going to do a lightning round, like favorites. Okay. So are you ready? Favorite place to eat right now? For me, I love the ahi tuna sandwich at Chuck's. Okay, there you go. I have Aren't to go you? with Paratu 90 right now. It's, they're really trying to trying hard, and and uh, I just like the atmosphere, especially with COVID. They have a beautiful outdoor deck now, and they put a fire on. And it's just to me, it's convenient, I mean, convenient and comfortable. So. And they've got the heated area outside right, yeah. too, so you can keep. And going. I do love breakfast simple. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Just ate there a couple days ago. All right, favorite summer activity? Well, I'm just... kind of impressed with this, but it's the, uh, because I run it, the Lichino Farmer's Market on Thursday morning at Horticultural Hall. Oh, run that? I didn't mm -hmm. know that. That's a big to-do. Yeah, really it's gotten impressive. a lot bigger, yeah. I've been doing it for nine years, so. That's it, okay. Richard? Mine is probably boating and golfing, just enjoying this area. We take advantage of it so much, you almost have to force yourself to get on a lake, and, but it is beautiful, yes. It is. Prettiest view of the lake. Top of uh, Stone Manor. Mm. I would say the top of Majestic Hills, if you could get up there. It's pretty unique. You can't really get up there. It's trespassing if you go up there. But if you can get up there, there's a gentleman, a photographer, uh, Bruce Thompson, that took a photograph that's just unbelievable up there in the fall. Not one boat on the lake. It's, if you can get up there that time of year, it's so surreal that it's amazing. But of course, any really any home on the lake is pretty cool too so yeah all right favorite place to swim on, on the lake if we're out there like off black point right? okay it's pretty deep you know yeah. getting weeds out there yeah that's true anywhere <laughs> between conference point and black point straight across the lake is safe i mean unless you're out in the middle it's not safe as safe i'd say black point is not a weekend yeah there, yeah weekends are a totally different story uh favorite type of boat if i had my choice of anything yeah Money's no object. Money's no object. Right now, I get the, a shepherd that Lars Bergeson has the uh, French or Lion for now. He's he's brought it back himself. He's a great wood builder boat. And it's probably the nicest kid-friendly boat and beautiful, but it's expensive. Yeah, yeah I've seen some of I those still like beautiful. wood boats, so you can, you know. I was going to say, I like, you can, I would say Strublo. Okay. If I had yeah. my, so those are Bergeson and Struggle are kind of the two wood boat companies. Right, or if you're going to go plastic, I'd say Chris Craft. Sorry, Gordy's, but I think Chris Craft. <laughs> yeah, I have a cobalt. Hello. Okay. <laughs> uh, cobalt. Yeah, if I do it that way, cobalt, I mean, for me. Yeah, but the new Chris Crafts are really pretty. Cobalt's a friend of mine like bought one. No, everybody's got it when they leave. Yeah, they're, they're gorgeous. They're a beautiful boat, though, yes. Um, favorite spot on the shore path? I would say somewhere where it's flat and can really enjoy it. You know, I'd say probably on the North Shore, somewhere between uh, Chapin Road and uh, Lake Shima, probably. That's kind of my favorite, would be my favorite walk. I think Lake that's... Yeah. Nobody, nobody, you know, people in Fontana go which way, and I always say, go to Lake Shima and walk, go west. You know, that's, that's the prettiest walk. Yeah. You, and, you got all the beautiful estates and get all, I mean, it's just beautiful land. Between... Like you mean youth camp, like out to Wrigley's, you know, is a good but even farther work. But even farther is beautiful too. Oh yeah. yeah. Until yeah. you rent to um, the Narrows, 
where it starts going up that hill. Right. It gets a little. Have you ever done it in all in one day? Not in, I have, but not in 50 years ago. Maybe. Oh, never. <laughs> never. I think that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I know people do it. I give them a lot of credit, but oh my gosh, that's a long day. Yeah, right. Well, it's funny because my son, who's a freshman this year, but he, uh, that was what he always looked forward to in middle schools. They would bust the kids over to Women's Bay and then they would walk back to Lake Geneva and then they, Gage would provide a boat and take them back to their bus boat. And that was like one of his favorite things that he would That is neat. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite Gage cruise boat? Walworth. The Blurs or Billy's boat, the Matriarch. Both of those are classics. Yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. neat. So, um, favorite football team? Lake Geneva Badgers. <laughs> Oh, no. didn't expect that one. <laughs> Professional football team. Packers. Packers. No. See, when I moved here, <laughs> I, I said I was loyal to the Bears for 55 years. I now I love it up here, including the Packers. Yeah. So I'm a Packers fan. It may cause a divorce in our household, <laughs> but there's such a pleasure to watch, to play. And I love the guys on the team. I love everything about that. Plus, so. you got to like the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes, exactly. I know. I would love to go to one of those. Have you been games. up to Lambeau for a game? Not yet. No, because I just became a pet. That's got to be your bucket, <laughs> your bucket list. Yeah. After yeah. All this, well, the, how about comments. when the Bears play the Packers? Yeah. I'll go up there. That would be interesting. I don't know. It's like Sophie's choice because it's not that I don't like the Bears, but uh, you got to be a Packers fan up here, right? You want to be with a winner. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Losing the end of an uh, NFL team like the Bears? Come on. That's right. So I yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a big rivalry up here. And it's funny when you go to the bars and you know, you see a lot of Bears jerseys, you see a lot of Packers jerseys. But so I always end with asking, I know this is a hard one because there's so many things, but if you could really pinpoint one thing that is your the the best reason to love Lake Geneva and this area, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, obviously the lake is an easy answer. Um I, when I was away, I missed the changing of the seasons. You know, being in Arizona, it's pretty much one season unless you went up north to Flagstaff. But um, actually, and Dickie used to do this when he was at younger days. But it, it's that experience to me of, you know, somebody else asked me, what would you do? And I said, what would be a perfect day? And it, it, it would be to take a walk on the lakeshore path. But at 10 o'clock, jump on that, uh, the mailboat tour. And take that. I always tell everybody they should take that to see the lake from that side, and then walk to the lakeshore path. Yeah, and that's the Walworth, the the mailboat, and um, amazing. I I interviewed two of the mail jumpers, um, so that's one of the podcasts on loving Lake Geneva. Now a third and, one. <laughs> and it, were you a mail jumper? Yes, I was, yeah. For how long? A year of summer. Yeah. That is, um, I, I'm in awe of watching. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be as hard as it looks, well, right? It's changed since these kids, these kids got a landing of five feet to jump on. We had like three feet, you know, to, it was all metal. The wall work was all, all metal when it was new. It was kind of dangerous, you know, but it was fun. Kinda. It was a great, <laughs> was a great job. Yeah. What about your buddies? He would jump off the, and they would yeah, they, oil, yeah. like suntan oil on the pier. Oh. <laughs> or they try to tie me up. And, oh my. Or have a hose. <laughs> spray, spray with a hose. These are your buddies. Yeah, so prepared, yeah. Oh my, did you ever fall in? I did, yes. I almost, almost drowned. It was a hot day. Oh my gosh. I was, yeah, probably out the night before having a couple beers and uh, I decided to miss the boat on purpose and 
I dove right in and caught the undertow, and I thought it was never going to come up. You know, it was pretty scary, but it is I when you. It. I'm amazed that there haven't been accidents like yeah, you know between the boat and the pier. It's pretty unique, yeah. But uh, it takes a skilled driver and a skilled jumper. Yeah, the drivers, yeah. Yeah. Now uh, some of them are like, you know, they run down the pier, do a sure, backflip, yeah. and come back on. I'm like, now you're just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> But so neat. So what would be your your one thing about Lake Geneva, Richard? I just think that the people around the area really make this area. I mean, like I said earlier, we used to leave here and it was like, you know, these are friends and friends of friends and that's how it is. It's even gotten better now. But I think the uniqueness of the people here, the wealth here is incredible, but most of the people here are so nice and so giving. And look what, I don't want to mention any names, but look what some of these people have done for the city. I mean, we talked about the fountain out at the Riviera, talked about the Yerkes Observatory, those people, the Comans are unbelievable doing that. I, I mean, had her on my podcast. People, with, <laughs> people like that around here, I think, make the area. Yeah. You know, I really do. I think that's, that's what I enjoy most about, you know, and you can, all different walks of life, you can, you can be around people. As long as you're yourself, everybody's accepted, everybody's, you know. I hear matter. that over yeah. and over. It doesn't matter, you know, how much money you have, so. That's you know, right. it, it is amazing because I've been on a few fundraising things and it's, you think these guys get a hit up all the time, but yet every year they're they generous and they, you know, and they, you know, there's just different organizations um, and they raise money for great causes at Santa Claus, you know, mm -hmm. with Santa Cruz and those guys and they're just doing some great work and they're still, that's what the other thing that amazes me is how many camps there are still on the lake. And a lot of them are free. Nonprofit, for, right? Nonprofit. I mean, yeah. We bring kids from the inner city in Chicago and expose them to things they've never seen. It is amazing. The other yeah. thing is, is the water safety patrol. Look how many kids they employ. That's a great organization. And again, 100 years? As Sean said, 100 years they celebrated this year. And Sean said they get hit up. All these people get hit up. But there's a group of people that that's their passion. You know? Yeah. And it's like the YMCA, too. We're both on the board. I mean, it's really cool the way they support all this stuff around here. If it wasn't for them, a lot of it wouldn't be as unique, you know? Right, right. And they really do. They all get a passion and, and, and jump on it and stay with it, you know, year well, after year. I mean, even, you know, Jim Gargan and I just did a little fun video for the Y auction. And this is their 36th, 35th year, you know? The auction. The auction, yeah. you know? And it used to be at the Y, and now it's been moved out to the Grand Even this year it'll be virtual. But, um, yeah, so there's, I mean, it's, it's amazing when these people just keep, Raising their hands and right. How do people find that out. online? The Y auction. How would they? Uh, just ymca.com. Okay. Geneva, actually, it's GenevaLakesYMCA.com. Okay. And how about, call me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put your cell number on the. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and how about how do people find uh, Clearwater Outdoor? Uh, Seven forty four West Main Street. Okay. A lot of people work better with visuals, so if you know where Chance is, we're right across the street. Yeah, right. <laughs> we like to relate everything to a bar. Where it is in relation to exactly. the closest bar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're across from Bruno's. <laughs> <laughs> no, moving up here, it did like restore my faith in humankind again sure. because people are so nice here. Everybody. And it's just, it's. It's pretty unique. It so is. I don't mean to repeat myself, but it's. Uh... I have to go to a place that either you get it or you don't get it. And yeah. A lot of people, unfortunately, don't get it. Right, which we don't understand. No. <laughs> yeah, and just going back to the generosity thing, I, I think of, you know, places hit up a lot, like something like a Harbor Shores. I mean, you go ask them for a donation, and they're like, okay, oh, yeah. what's it for? Boom. Yeah. You know, Baker House, those guys. Um, 
he's just anybody. And, yeah. You know, Kevin Fleming just gave us a donation for something. He's <laughs> been in business 45 years and he, he'll be gone after Christmas. Yeah. And he's retiring. That's so But he's that's still sad. like, it's important to him to give to the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is an amazing community. Yeah. And, and, and getting better and better, I think. Right, yeah. right. Well, and thanks for being a, such an integral part of the community. So, and thank you both for being here. It's, I mean, I could talk to you for hours because just to pick your brains about the history of the area, but. We'll have to do part two. That's right. <laughs> so as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Kieran Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the